0: hey what's going on everybody it is micah being a better me every day thank you for tuning in to the b-a-b-m-e show and we got a special guest um we have miss autumn Kyles. now let me tell you just a little bit about her she's amazing period now (laughs) now no seriously she has been able to co-found a great great and very tasty company called Detroit Dough check that out she also just won the Spirit of Detroit Award and so many other things and accomplishments that she's been able to still progress but she's really been keeping her head down and everything what I really wanted to do is kind of introduce everyone like on my side of the fence to her and hopefully like just more networking and more things will keep growing but Autumn, how you doing?
1: I'm doing well. I'm doing well. It's a Monday. <laughs> <laughs> it's a Monday before
0: our holidays. Oh, snap. Good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's yeah. 4th of July. It is almost 4th of July. So, hopefully, y'all do not um, burn yourselves with fireworks. Please point them mm-hmm. up and not sideways.
1: Right. <laughs> Hello. But, so, yeah, um,. Funny enough, it's actually my parents' anniversary on July Aww. 4th. So, yeah, and then I'm actually going out of town to Houston uh, for a conference. So
0: Shit. it's just Getting this it. is a busy Getting week. You no, know, well, thank you <laughs> for making time. Week. Yeah, thank you for making time. Then, so uh, let's just get right into it. So, everybody, what I really want everyone to get from this is. This uh, this woman right here is just a very hard-working and just has a great work ethic and how she's able to still um, really run this business and then just go out of her way doing so much within um, the business that she's in and then the personal things that she's doing. Like, it's just crazy. So hopefully y'all get to know a little bit more. But first of all, you're an entrepreneur.
1: Correct.
0: Entrepreneur is literally a skill. Mm-hmm. Like, so many people, I know in this day and age, like, a lot of people think that, oh, let's just become an entrepreneur and think that's that's not a skill, like being, I don't know, a basketball, a skilled basketball player or like a skilled um, business person. It's a skill. And not everybody has that skill. But when did you know you wanted to be an entrepreneur? Right.
1: Yeah, so I, I personally didn't know at all, right? Um... You know, my parents um, both worked corporate America jobs. My dad ended up going into entrepreneurship. It just ended up not working for him. Um, But I never, like, I always envisioned myself being someone's CEO or someone's, you know, high-level C-suite executive, right? (laughs) Um, Never thought I would be my own. And so Mm. I think, you know, for me, I knew that I wanted to be an an entrepreneur and I wanted to pursue entrepreneurship when... It just became too much to be okay with corporate America. You know what I'm saying? Um, You know, you get into a job and, you you know, you graduate and think adulting is going to be great and then you figure (laughs) out it is not. And so, (laughs)
0: um,
1: just, you know, kind of figuring out that and the bumps and bruises along the way really made it evident that I needed to do something for myself and, and not just, you know, kind of rely on what the world was giving me. You know, I had That's to true. really, you know, kind of push myself out outside of my boundaries.
0: So it was literally the transgression. Like, so you were, like, figuring this out the whole time. Like, right. every single day. It's like, so you didn't know you were going to be the entrepreneur in the beginning, but you let time go past, and it just naturally came in.
1: Correct, yeah. Um, and plus, like, I feel like I've had some really great business ideas, but I was too afraid and too... um afraid that I would fail at them, you know, like, oftentimes, you know, in school and college, like, we would have these entrepreneurship courses, and you would have to, you know, create a business plan, and I've had, you know, professors be like, okay, so where do I invest? Like, are are we going to do this or not? I'm like, (laughs) "Mm, no, I don't know, you know, I'm, I'm not sure, and, you know, it's just like, you know, through that, you know, figuring out that I have these great ideas that I'm, I'm not sure if I'm willing to invest in to being in a situation where I thought this was where I wanted to be, and it doesn't pan out to be what what I think it is. To Mm -hmm. now being like, okay, I got to bring these great ideas and and, you know, kind of throw the fear out and and start it. So, um, yeah, definitely.
0: So wow, I just learned a lot in there, and hopefully, y'all got that too. What the main thing that I really got out of what you just said was um, just to kind of like summarize it. You figured out the things that you know you notice a lot of repetition of how people were saying you're good at this you're good at this right. you're good at this and then you like just finally said let me try it right
1: yeah yeah let me not be a let me stop being afraid
0: you know do you think you're gonna like do this for your, the rest of your life like do you think you're going to be like have your own business or do you think you're gonna like go back to like another business and try and be that c-level executive or that be right executive?
1: yeah yeah um you know, I'm not sure. I think for me, um, one thing about entrepreneurship and one thing about just businesses in general is you have to be able to grind much harder than, you know, the way that you're grinding at a job. Like, mm-hmm. let's be real. You know, you might have a 9 to 5 that may turn into a 9 to 8, but, uh, you know, a, a real a real entrepreneur and a real business owner Is doing a 6 to 6 a.m., like a 6 a.m. to 6 a.m. They're doing 24 hours. They're waking up in the middle of the night, sending emails. They're waking up in the morning, going to make their product, doing whatever they have to do. So, I mean, it takes way more time and way more hours than what people really expect. And I think for me, you know, I don't want to work that hard for my whole life. Um, I would love to just grind it out. Do it now, make the money, and kind of you know be able to flow after so I think for me, um, I would love to create businesses that are able to do their own thing, like you okay. know like heavy investment, heavy capital investment at the beginning. But, you know, once it's, it's established, it just kind of grows on its own. So, um, that's what I would love to do eventually. So, um, I want to be the person with a nice car who's driving around to, you know, 2 p.m. on a Tuesday. You're just like, well, what type of job do they have? Yeah. You know, where they <laughs> where they get a chance, you know, driving their Tesla all day, you know? <laughs> um, So, figuring out where, where that is and what, what business ideas I have that, that will allow me to do that, that's my next step and that's my own goal.
0: So... What I got from that, Autumn, is you like Teslas. Mm -hmm. Absolutely, absolutely. Catch you with a Tesla. Catch you with a Tesla, everybody. Energy cup. So (laughs) speaking about all of that, let's just revert back a little bit to even first of all who you are. Okay. So everybody can kind of get a gist of like, okay, who am I listening to? She seems like she has a good head on her shoulders. So I got some questions. Mm -hmm. What's the, what's the, what's like the top three things you really love to do?
1: top three things I really love to do Mm -hmm. number one um I love TV which is (laughs) which is probably like you know the the worst (laughs) thing in entrepreneurship I love TV I love finding new shows I think I love shows more than I love movies Mm -hmm. um I love just finding a good season. Like I am a huge Big Brother fan, so like Aww. Big Brother just came back on, so i was like I'm on the TV, like oh, like what's going on?
0: You know, it's going on where right? It is.
1: Yeah, yeah. So I, I love TV. Um, I think number two, I love my sorority. So I'm a I'm a member of Alpha Kappa Alpha Sorority Incorporated, and so um, I've been an active member for now almost six years. Do y'all which have is,
0: like a chant like? Alpha, Kappa, Alpha, like... I really do, but I'm not, yeah. I'm not, I'm not, I'm she, not chanting. She's not chanting for, sure. for y'all. I'm sorry, y'all gonna have to see it in person. Right, you gotta whenever see, she- catch, catch
1: it on a YouTube video. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, like, I love my sorority, and so, um, you know, I've been active in different, you know, different levels and arenas. Right now, I'm a, I'm a member of a grad chapter, so still trying to figure out where you know, I kinda of fallen in place with that. Okay. Um, so I said I love TV, I love I love my sorority. I just love, you know, companionship and, and hanging out with people who I love. Like, you know, I, I spend a lot of time with my boyfriend. He's also my, my business partner and so oftentimes we're like, Okay, well we're gonna explore a new restaurant or we're gonna do something new and it's like I love that companionship and being mm. able to make memories mm-hmm. with people who are, you know, really important to me. Mm. So
0: Beautiful, beautiful. Now, that sound just gave me a very interesting... So, you say you are also in a relationship and he's also your business partner. Tell us a little bit about that. How is that dynamic? Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Um,
1: definitely a growing uh, relationship. I think, you know, a lot of people say, you know, you have to separate business and a relationship I don't know, maybe if it's just because we're young. I mean, we're still, you know, growing in our relationship. We've been together for um, now two years, uh, known each other for five. So uh, it's been very difficult to separate the two. And oftentimes it's been a balance of how you, you know, kind of tip the scale one way or another. Like there's always going to be, you know, relationship and business partner. But like, you know, today we're gonna tip the scale way business partner and, and like, yeah, we're gonna still, you know, call each other baby, but you know, the, like we're focusing on being business partners today. And then there's other times where it's like, okay, we gotta stop talking about business. Mm-hmm. And you know, I just, you know, kind of wanna spend time with you and go out to a dinner and, you know, talk about whatever we saw on Twitter, right? Mm-hmm. So I think um, there's a balance. And I think, you know, one thing that we've been growing and, and you know, two things that I have been like incredibly um challenging and, and we're so grown with is number one kind of leaving our you know, feelings and, and you know, attitudes, yeah. you know, away. Yeah. Because just being real. Like, you could say something like, oh, Autumn, like, you did this and it sucked. And I'm like, mm, you hurt
0: my feelings. <laughs>
1: like, you know, and I'm like, hurt. Um, so, you know, being I able to. I hope he to...
0: hears that. She's hurt. Right. <laughs> <laughs> um,
1: but I think, you know, just being able to, to separate that and, and not taking things to heart. Mm-hmm. And then also, number two, is just being very um, open and very, like, honest about how you feel. So, if, you know, I feel like, okay, I'm, I'm afraid to tell him this because he might get an attitude, I need to still tell him and I still need to communicate, hey, I don't want to tell you this because I think you might have an attitude but A, B, C. Because, like, there's been many a times where there's been a lack of communication because what we think or what we assume, you know, the other person might feel. And we've just missed out on an opportunity to have that real collaboration and say, okay, we could have fixed this before it happened. You know? Gotcha. So I think um, those are two the two things in, in, in our business personal relationship that we're working on. But I think, you know, more than anything, it just gives us the opportunity to really work towards something and really build our future. Um, we also have a third business partner, which is his sister. And so it's, you know, not only you know, him and I, the future family that we'll have together, his sister and his family, my family, you know, and we've made it so that, you know, we're building, you know, towards the future so that we can help our families and we can, you know, really, you know, build generational wealth, you know, and I think that's what I love about having that relationship is knowing that, you know, we're we're not just doing this for the money, you know, we're doing this because we believe that we as two families can come together and build something that's great for each other and for mm-hmm. the community, you know? So,
0: So I can see why one of the main things you love now is TV because it sounded like Detroit Doe is like the empire, you know? Oh, okay. <laughs> uh, yeah. <It's> I, mean, <laughs> I mean, yeah. I, yeah for for, for better it, or for worse, right? Yeah. Like.
1: Um, I used to watch Empire like back in the day. And I, you know how you just like some shows you just miss one and you don't catch up. Yep. Yeah that's
0: what happened to me. It's no offense. Uh it's no it's no offense. <laughs> right, but you know, it's right. a great show. But I, I love what you're saying. A lot of the audience that's listening right now, I can definitely tell you they're all they're in a place of really trying to become, in a sense, better. And a lot of them Uh, I know i talked to, it's with relationships. Mm -hmm. So that's a very crucial thing. And hopefully anybody who's listening really took out of that is just a fact of she like, well, first of all, let me actually ask this question. In this way of how y'all work together, how you even got together, the audience is can kind of be like, hey, I'm just trying to find my boo, my husband. I'm just trying to find, you know, whoever, you know, got this, they got this, they got this amount of money, they got this, this, and then I come in and then, you know, we'll just be a dynamic duo. Like, how, what, what would you say to a person who kind of like expects a person to come in with everything, but Mm -hmm. maybe they don't have everything? Like, how did, like... How did your relationship kind of build to where it's at now?
1: Correct. So, um, one thing I will say is there's, there's two ends of the spectrum, right? You have people who want, you know, that person to come with everything. And we're not all finished products. I mean, especially, like when you think just even psychologically, like, they say that the brain stops developing at 25, at or around 25. So can we really expect at 19 for this person to have everything all together? Mm -hmm. Nah, like, you know, psychology, science doesn't even say that, you know? So, um, you know, there's one side where people think that they should have everything going for themselves, they should have all of this, they should, you know, be ready for marriage at, at such a young age. And there's also people who fall in love with potential. And a lot of people who fall in love with, oh, you know, I can see, I I can put the, you know, put the dots together for someone. And I can see, okay, they're not this person, but I can see them becoming this person. And they have no, that that individual that they're talking about has no desire to, to make A and B come together. And we as people, and especially black women, have to mm. be careful of being on both sides of the spectrum. Because mm. I'm going to be honest, I was one of those people who fell in love with Potential. I see this guy, you know, oh, you know, he you know, loves to write. He has a
0: possibility right, of being right, a great author. Yeah,
1: he, he has a possibility of being a great author. And I can see him doing all these great things, but yet He's not working on his craft every day. He's not Mm. even working on his craft every week. You know, he's sitting up here failing an English class, but yet you're a great writer. You know what I'm saying? Like, so there's there's this dangerous pit that we fall into, which is falling in love with potential. And we got to be careful of of both ends, right? And I think, you know, one thing that I um, fell in love with with Daniel is yes he was an unfinished product but he was so intentional about intentional about who he wanted to be and so intentional about his goals and his desires right you know he he's a he's a homeowner and he's passionate about building up a community and and being able to say you know i own x amount of land and i've been able to activate that you know what i'm saying so this man owned 20 properties at 1920 you Mm -hmm. know and it's like you know not every guy needs to be that way but he he says he wants to be a, a, a property owner, and he's owning it, and he's yeah. doing it, and he's working in in his his goals and his passions every day. And and that to me says, okay, I'm not on this end of the spectrum where you know I want him to have everything together because he's not this multi million dollar monopoly mogul, right? Yeah. But I see him over here working, and he's not just potential. He he has a bark, you know, and and it's, he it's has a bite the with both. his bark.
0: It's you know what both, I'm saying? Yeah.
1: So um, I think that. For me, that's what made me gravitate towards him. And I, it made me realize, like, yeah, I'm not falling... Like, this is not the, the run, of, run of the mill that I've been involved with before. Like, he's someone who, who who you know, kind of walks in his passions, right? Um, but I think, too, one thing that we have to look for in a relationship is someone to call you on your BS. Like, <laughs> and, and to, to keep you accountable. I yep. think, um, you know, in this generation... Um, Even with me, like, we want to be these great individuals, and we expect to be these great individuals, and yet we're not willing to work towards them, and when someone doesn't count, you know, we we expect for people to not call us out on that, or to accept the excuses and the, you know, just in general, the excuses that we put on ourselves. Like, there should be no reason why, you know, I say I want to own a business, but I haven't checked the email today. Or, you know, I want to, you know, be the CEO and I'm not willing to work after five or I'm not willing to put in the work, you know, or I'm procrastinating, you know, like things like that. And, you know, there's been plenty of times where Daniel has called me out on it and I'm hurt. Like, how dare you feel the (laughs) way about me? I'm autumn. No, like he has called me out on it and he's been absolutely right. And I mean, some of those. Hard truths have hurt my feelings, hurt me to the core, but he, he means it in love, right? And I feel like if we have to find partners who are willing to be accountable and tell you the ugly truths, even though you don't want to hear it. Um, and, and until we accept that, we will never find people who will pour into us and who are willing to do the work with us. So um, that's what I would say about relationships. Two very hard things that people are not willing to accept. But and until, until we take the time to accept that, we will always deal with the same men, the same potential, running around chasing people with money who have no subs- substance, people who are not, you know, connected or have any relationship with God. Mm-hmm. You know, we will always, you know, kind of be broken people, you know, following after broken relationships. So um, that's what I would say about that. Obviously, a lot...
0: Very loaded. Um, Very deep. No, but but it's needed. I mean, it's needed. I mean, because whenever... I mean, there are people who... who Potentially are listening who may... Both of them have a great idea. And both of them want to do things. However, not both of them have the... uh, Let's say... The the, the accountability side of it. Mm -hmm. So, they both become lazy... And then they both just get into this euphoric feeling of talking about it they talk about it, they think they have plans, Mm -hmm. and then no action is taken forth. So that's kind of understanding within any relationship if y'all have, like no matter what, I know this is an entrepreneurial podcast, but this is also being a better podcast. Look at your person and see not just potential, but action behind potential. I mean, it does say faith without works is dead, so it's like I can have faith that somebody's about to do something.
1: You you gotta meet God halfway. You do do like... And I think that's, you know, one thing, you know, just from a faith perspective that has really spoken to me, right? Like, we can't expect to pass the test and you ain't studied. You know what I'm saying? Like, and I think it's been so powerful to say, like, you know, yeah, God will, you know, push you across the finish line. But if you're not at least pulling the work up to that, we can't pray and we can't expect for it to happen. Mm. We just can't. Speak to him. And I mean, like, you know, I, I just think that, that it's just so powerful in this day and age because we expect to just get things without working or we expect to do one day of work and, it, and it'll get there. Like, you know how many times just Detroit Go in general has been turned down or gotten a no or said, yeah, I don't think so. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, if we weren't able to, you know, push ourselves and work, push past, you know, some of the hard and difficult times, push past, you know, those opportunities where we get, we're getting no's back to back to back. Will we be the company we are today? Let's yeah. Not. You know what I'm saying? So, um, th- that's just such a powerful thing. And I think for me, it's like, that's been, you know, one of the pieces that has kept me, kept me going, you know, throughout everything. So,
0: so I don't, we know a couple things about you now. We know mm-hmm. that first of all, you're an entrepreneur. Um, we know that you also, um, love, love TV, <laughs> love your sorority, you know, uh, and you have such a great relationship or just, it's it's a, it's a journey mm-hmm. and you're really embracing that journey, always trying to become better in it. Um, And let's get back to your company, uh, Detroit Doe, what you just said yourself, getting so many no's. What is Detroit Doe? Like, what, what made you start it and just like, what is it?
1: Yeah, yeah. So, um, Detroit Dough is a safe-to-eat cookie dough company. Um, sorry, God, which is Detroit, obviously. Y'all hear
0: that, girls who watch Netflix and chill? De- right. De- Detroit, mm, get the dough. Yeah. The cookie dough. <laughs> right, yeah,
1: so it's a uh, cookie dough that you can eat without baking. Really, really good. Um, it's all natural, no additives or preservatives. Um, and essentially we're kind of doing both sides of the coin. We have distribution where we're distributing it to Imagine Theaters. Um, so we are in four locations now, which are Canton, Novi, Macomb, and Birmingham. And we'll be growing to all 18 by the beginning of next year. And then, um, we're also kind of selling it. We have a cookie dough cart downtown. So like if you ever come like to Campus marches, you'll see us there. Um, just, just a lot of great things going for us. So, um, that's really the, the business in itself. What inspired it? Honestly, you know, I've been around the country just traveling through different opportunities that I had. Um, And one thing I love is figuring out, like, what's creative and what's new in each city. Like, you know, one thing that Detroit uh, is, is still catching up on is that we don't really have, like, a lot of, like... You know foods or opportunities that people know Detroit for and I feel like Detroiters know and Detroiters can be like (laughs) oh yeah you know we have campus marshes and the waterfront and you know x and y but like there's nothing like people can't say like okay let me come to Detroit so I can get this this. yeah you know what I'm saying. Um, so I think you know that's where it was like, oh, okay, well, you know something we gotta bring something cool to the city um, and then I stumbled on um cookie dough, and I like, I absolutely love cookies, like I can eat cookies all day, like I love <laughs> love cookies,
0: so that's um, another thing y'all know right? that, you love.
1: <laughs> but I, right, but I also like cookie dough, and it's like, okay, you know, hm, like you know <laughs> wheels are turning. like you know Detroit has a great food scene, they need more desserts, you know. People in the Midwest don't get it. cool stuff like this, you know? So mm-hmm. it was like, okay, well, let's bring it to the city. And so um, we actually started June 8th. We, we like, filed the paperwork. Or, or, yeah, the paperwork. We filed the paperwork June 8th. So the business started. Of this year? Of last year. Last year. Okay. Yeah, of yeah, last yeah. year. So. I was say, you made journey, too many accomplishments. Right, right. That was be way you um, met. So since then, um, kind of figured out what our business would be. November, we started selling. Um, and literally, in three days, we made $7,000. Like, that mm. sold out all of our products. I mean, like, super fast. And we were like, whoa, like, this could be something. Um, so since then, we've, we've definitely, like, refined what we want to do. Um, I think a lot of people, and especially, like, just in, in business in general, like, you know, they see. Oh well, you should be. You guys should be doing this. You should, you know, create a storefront. You should do this. No, everybody you know, got like, Right. Everybody has every, their two cents, and it's like, you know what? Like one thing that you learned about being a business owner is that, like. You, you have to take everybody's advice with a grain of salt. Like, not everybody knows what your business does. Nobody knows what your sales are, your metrics. Like, if the numbers aren't telling you to do something just because your mama or your daddy or mm. that person on the street who, mm. who comes every day for your cookie dough or every day for your can, whatever it is, they don't know what, this, like, what makes this business thrive and what makes it stay. So, you have to kind of listen to your own instincts, take what they say as a grain of salt, look into it. If it don't work, it don't work, move on, you know, be really agile with it. So, um, you know, since then, we've we've done a lot of great things. Spirit of Detroit Award, we sold over 10,000 cups. Um, of course, we're in Imagine Theaters, which is huge, um, you know, great feather on our cap. Um, and we have some really great things coming down the pipe. So, all in all, I mean, it's been an incredible ride. It's been something that I've loved, um, that I've grown into and grow my skills with um, it's pushed me out of my comfort zone and, you know, <laughs> I mean like, it, it's just, you know excellent experience.
0: Well, there's so much uh hand claps that I could kind of give you for that, Um but you said some crucial things, I want to go back to that I thought was just super important. Everybody whenever you start doing something, and this is specifically to y'all audience, whenever y'all start doing something and people are noticing, hey, it's catching wind. Hey, it's doing this. Do not be shocked that people will have something to say for it. Mm-hmm. You should do this. You should do that. You should open this. You should open that. You should get this. You should get that. What about that? There's going to be so many questions headed your way or suggestions. Um, I believe that we can have a tendency of getting offended or getting in a sense of like... Who are you? You don't know me, you don't know my business, and you kind of get this attitude towards these people that actually like what you're doing. So eventually, it's going to make them turned off by the business. So I noticed I didn't hear any more aggression from you, Autumn, Um, not more, but just any aggression towards those people so like is there like a skill or a trade because I'm pretty sure like it's your baby so right if like you had a child and everybody's like you need to raise in this way you need to raise in this way you'll Correct. get offended right. but yeah. like how do you keep that you know because they're still saying all out of love they want to buy your product they're still gonna
1: right right um you know there there's an art to do it um and I feel like just just with anything communication is an art um you know nonverbal cues, just, you know, having that emotional intelligence to kind of receive what they're saying, analyze it, say, okay, what's the best way to, 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 respond and being able to respond. Um, one thing is, is we always say, Oh yeah, that's a great idea. We'll look into it. Nobody's going to get offended that you don't do it because you're not, there's you haven't invested in our business. Mm-hmm. Just just, be, just being real. Like you have no equity stake in our business. Mm-hmm. So there's, there's honestly no reason for me to really, like, implement your idea. And I, more than anything, I feel <laughs> like people, people realize that. Um, so if you're not coming with, like, $100,000 to get, like, 5% of my, of my yeah. business, there's really no need for me to take heed to your advice. Just being real. Um, However, there's been plenty of times where people, like we've heard the same thing over and over and over again.
0: Interesting. You know,
1: you should make this product smaller. You know, like because we have two sizes now. We have a four ounce, which is like you know fairly small, and then we have a six ounce, which is a little bit bigger. Um, and, And a lot of people were like, "Oh, well, you should make this product smaller. You should make this product smaller." And so, you know, we tested out the the smaller idea, and it worked. But one thing we have to realize too is like, you know, smaller doesn't necessarily equal you know, additional sales. Yeah. Um. So for us, it was like, okay, yeah, we can make it smaller. Um. And and it goes well, and people buy it. Um. But if we if we make it bigger, people are still going to buy it because we're the only we're the only distributors here. So, hey, I mean, we're we're going to make it bigger. So I mean, there's been plenty of times where we've tried on an idea. It may have worked, may have not worked, and we you know kind of do what's best for our business. Um. I think you know in general. Too, like when you're responding to people, and especially if that person is persistent and maybe family or you know, someone who's close to you, Mm -hmm. you know, if you lead with, you know, in the best interest of my business, we feel like you know, this won't work because ABC, people respect that, and you know, again they're not in your books, they're not doing the research, they're not in the trenches with you so all they could do was respect in the best interest of my business and a lot of people, you know nine times out of ten it's worked, I've never had someone um, who's given their advice or who I've talked to who have been like, uh, yeah no, I don't like that, y'all need to do this that way and you know, or I would be mad at you Mm -hmm. again you have Uh not thrown any money on the nightstand Uh (laughs) so um, again like I feel like I, the way that I try to, you know, take it from people is, you know, they just have your best interests at heart, you know, I don't feel offended by all of the suggestions because, you know, hey, you know, people have, feel ownership in our business, they take this cookie dough and they take this cup and say like, wow, I'm a part of, you know, the fabric of Detroit, I'm a yeah. part of the fabric of something that's really great, you know, so, um... It's all about, you know, don't don't take it too personal, you know, and be able to use those words in the best interest of my business. And people will understand.
0: I love that. That's a great tip. In the best interest of my business, y'all, use that. Now, since your company is doing, uh, since Detroit is just doing very good, do you have any future goals for this company? I heard you speaking about larger size. Am mm-hmm. I looking forward to getting a large popcorn <laughs> big thing of... Detroit dough and just, and just right. yeah, eating that yeah. the whole night. Are we looking forward to that? What's the right. future goals? Yeah, yeah. So, I think um,
1: <laughs> the, six, the six ounces where it's at. So, you'll probably, you know, see the size, um, you know, still looking into different venues and channels. Like, you, you know, you might see it at, you know, your next game or you mm-hmm. might see it at, you know, at the amusement park you go to like right? mm-hmm. you know we are really looking forward to like just testing out different avenues of, of businesses and really just getting in the door um, one thing that we can say is because we've been at Imagine we've been able to leverage that talking point and a lot of other conversations to at least get us to the second round right yeah. it may not be successful but I mean hey we're at Imagine Theaters their eyes, their eyebrows raised, like, oh, okay, you know, we're dealing with somebody. You know what I'm saying? Um, so just really testing out where it works and where we can grow it. Um, we would love to be a um, regional business by next um, year. So you know, regional states. We're talking about Ohio, Ohio, Indiana, um, Illinois, Minnesota. Like we would love to grow there and then nationally by uh, 2020. So I love hopefully, it. you'll you'll see us. You know. And you're in other movie theaters, you know, even in convenience stores, you know. So we're just gonna push forward, trying uh-huh. our best to get to get in there, and um, if if we do it right, you'll see us.
0: So awards that you got, Spirit of Detroit awards, mm-hmm. selling ten thousand cups of the cookie dough within seven months. Yeah. Wow. What? First of all, did you even expect that to happen this soon? Like you're only like a year. Yeah. Now. Like, yeah. like technically yes your head? less than a year. Yeah. Um So the Spirit of
1: Detroit was definitely a surprise to us. Um when we got the award for Mary Sheffield, um, we personally thought the way that she worded it, it was like, you know, you guys are getting a spirit award. So we it wasn't like it didn't clip to us. There it was a spirit of Detroit award. Um mm-hmm. so we thought it was just, you know, kind of like an acknowledgement, you know, certificate that we would get. So when we got it and we saw the plaque and it was like whoa like you know huge artists Big Sean other people you know dignitaries in the city have gotten this award and now we have Detroit Doe as one of them like that's crazy you know like <laughs> that's crazy. so that's definitely a surprise and especially so early into the game like yeah, definitely a surprise 10,000 cups didn't surprise me um <laughs> ju- ju- you know just Dignity. because yeah. we th- that's that's what we have pushed ourselves to be um I think, you know, for a while, like, we were just tracking how much, how many cups we sold. And I think we were just going to blow past 10,000 and not really make an announcement. And I had to, like, kind of stop the team and be like, guys, that's 10,000 cups. Like, any way how you slice it and dice it, like, that's a huge landmark, you know? It might not seem that big to us, but we should at least, you know, say something. Like, 10,000 cups, that's intense, you know? So, um... Yeah, so we're like, all right, well, let's, you know, like, put out a little post, and it, like, I think then it's like the weight of getting 10,000, you know, 10,000 impressions that you've made on people, mm-hmm. like, that's huge, you know, mm-hmm. so, I don't think that the number was surprising, but I think the impact and the, the pause to accept that was overwhelming for us, yeah. if, if that
0: makes sense. Yeah. So. That's amazing. Uh do you have any new personal ventures yourself? Like I know you're working on Detroit Dough. Um <clears throat> are you working on anything else or is like all your focus right now in Detroit Dough at this moment?
1: Right, yeah. So I do have um a day job. I am a consultant. So working on that, um, I, I have been playing around with us this, this idea to do um just like a business consultant firm and just helping with um business plans and and the right kind of documents you need to like give to an investor, give mm. to businesses to help you kind of you know get your footing and then help you with the direction of that. So still playing around for that. Keep keep posted on that. Um definitely will be the first to hear if I do if I do that, but um, right now it's just really like making sure Detroit dough is where it needs to be. Like I feel like a lot of people say, Wow, ten thousand cups, spirit of Detroit, all this great stuff and imagine, like you guys are there. And I am not, like this is yeah. not, you know, until we make a million dollars in net income, not in sales, net income, will I be like, Okay, this is great. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. like, um, I'm I feel like for me it's just about pushing through. Um, and I feel like you know, once we once we get to a comfortable place with Detroit Doe, I might just, you know, take some of that money and invest it yeah. elsewhere, you know?
0: I think that's super cool. It's the perseverance. It's the making sure that you are getting um, or just executing. Right. Just executing. Ideas are cool, but until you actually execute any of those ideas, that's when the accomplishments start coming. So congratulations on all the accomplishments, Autumn. Uh, Where do people find you at? Where can anybody like contact you at? Where do we find Detroit Doe? Like I I know you said you have something on campus marshes. um, And for anyone who's listening outside of the state, this is in Michigan, for right now, it's okay. Don't worry. But until then, why don't you bring your butt down to downtown Detroit? Right. You'll <laughs> like it. <laughs> but um, where can we find um, Detroit Dough? Uh, can we order it online? How, how, do, how do we go about that?
1: Correct. So, um... We So number one, I'll just do a plug for our social media. We are Eat Detroit Dough on all social media platforms, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook. Um, we also have a website, www.eatdetroitdough.com. If you want to purchase our dough, you can purchase it at Imagine Theaters in four locations. That's Nova, Canton, Macomb, and Birmingham. Uh, again, we also have a cart. Uh, so that's, again, in Campus Marshes. And then we, we are selling it online. Um, we might pull it down in a minute. So if you are out of state and you want to buy it online, you know, purchase it soon. Um, it is a little bit difficult just because it is it's a perishable item. So um, still trying to figure out how exactly that works with shipping it online. But overall, those three ways, check us out on Instagram, Facebook. If you want us for an event, um, definitely shoot us an email, hello at eatdetroitdough.com. Um, anyway, as always, we'll, we'll try to work it out for you.
0: Yo, Autumn, thank you so much for coming. Uh, I think if y'all should have got anything is that this woman is truthfully being a better her every day. I'm being a better me every day. Hopefully you're being a better you. See ya.